It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Yeah, so last night was an epic fail in that <laughs> uh, I uh, went on a little trip to Hampton Beach. First ever hotel stay uh, since the pandemic began. The last hotel stay was... Uh, uh, Zip and I did a, a Worcester home show, was it? Or an auto show? I can't remember. Uh, it was the home show. See, yeah, let me t- show you the difference. See, the, the auto show ads are, Honor coming, these little funny cars of the four-wheel drive world. And the home shows, come to the home show. It was uh, May, I'm sorry, March 7th, 2020. Yes, it was. And the coronavirus was making news, but it was one of those things that was Seattle's problem. You know, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple of cases. No one knew, by the way, that there was a a, a breakout in Boston uh, because no one was getting tested. And right. Zip and I were at this, uh, you know, the uh, Worcester, this big Worcester Ex- home show. exhibition hall yes. e- in an exhibition hall with thousands of people. Everyone wants to shake hands. And I remember that I was thinking, well, that virus is out there. And I really should get some hand sanitizer. Well, you were you were complaining that I I was coming off a really nasty cold and flu bug, which might have been COVID, right? Which probably was in in, in reflecting back. Oh, probably great. was. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. And there was a, a veterans group sitting across the booth from us, who were uh, handing out uh, hand sanitizer. They were handing so out hand sanitizer. Get, get this, and. And they heard me on the radio say, I wish I had some hand sanitizer. <laughs> All these unclean Worcester people trying to shake my hand. And and I still have, they gave me a little uh, Purell bottle that goes on your keychain that has, you know, two, three ounces in it. Well, and I'll put it on eBay the next day for $10,000. <laughs> $10, <000. laughs> No, I, uh, it was refillable, and so we keep refilling it, and it's on my keychain. Wow, God so, bless. So anytime I feel like I just shook hands with someone who might be unclean, <laughs> questionable nature. Yes. So, but here it is. Uh, you know, an hour. Uh, I'm sorry, a year and four months later, yeah. and uh, we are near the end of the pandemic. How does that as make- of as Everybody of the twenty, uh, not to interrupt, but as of the 29th, uh, here in Massachusetts, everything is completely removed. Yes, so it was the uh, totally the, the governor signed the Ali Ali Oxen Free Act. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's called? Of 2021. Yeah. But if you think back a few months, they were saying, well, you know, there's a possibility the kids could go back. Depending on what happens in September, we're not sure. We, you know, this isn't over yet. Be careful, See, you know. And all of a sudden, you. bing. In September. Right. It's uh, so ahead of schedule. Yeah. You know, oh, well, sure. ahead of schedule. <laughs> Thanks, Zip. Like there's a schedule for death. <laughs> what? Like, there is, oh, by the know, way. They're called but, actuarial well, tables. Yeah. line, they kept moving the finish line back and <laughs> yeah. forth, yeah. and there yeah. we are. So how uh, do you guys ever go to the CDC website? No, but I, I went to the newspaper yesterday. They just cut and pasted it. What did you yeah. see? The number I saw that they were down to the level they were last March in the beginning of March. Yeah, here in Detroit, we're so. back to we're back to almost the home show numbers, <laughs> so to speak. Just before the craziness. Now remember the the levels back in March were when we were testing no one. So uh, those those levels are are not apples and apples. 
Okay, sorry. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, if you look at spring when we were all locked down. Nobody the, was locked down, Bob. That's an expression. I mean, you make it sound like we were in the big uh, house. I, I know what you mean. I, I was locked down. I felt locked down. You didn't feel locked down when you I were fe- told not to leave your house unless it was absolutely essential. And when I, you like went into full riot gear like E.T., like you were going to the garage to get rid of E.T., and just to go to the grocery home. store? I want to stay home. <laughs> yeah. home. That's I recall, I actually, at the local CVS here, like two weeks after the home show approximately, they were installing this giant drive-through testing site at CBS that really looked like a scene from Outbreak. Yes. And, or E.T. I mean, it was that, government police cars with, you know, blocking the way and high high security and don't go down, don't go near there, and it was crazy. I can wait for the drive-through, sir. (laughs) Let me give you the seven-day moving average. (laughs) Okay. As of the last time it was calculated, May 26, so four days ago, three days ago. Uh, oh, no, two days ago. Uh, the the seven-day moving average of daily cases was 21,627. Why that is amazing is one month prior, so if we go to April 27th, it was 57, uh, 53,000 cases. So from 53 down to our current moving average is 21, that's a very steep decline. To go back in time uh, to when Zip and I were hanging out. Come with me, Marty. Yes. <laughs> uh, March 28th, 2020, uh, these, the new case daily average was around 20,000, which is what we have now. Except in order to get a test... You had to be at death's door in the hospital, practically. Mm. My, uh, my uh, brother, uh, Michael, and his whole family had COVID. He was sick as a dog for six weeks. His pulse oxygen was plummeting. And they said, no, no, no get a test. If, you've, if you have to come into the hospital, we'll give you a test. They would never test him. My goodness. Yeah. And uh, mm. Anyway, that was March 28th. So where we're at now Assuming no testing was going on back then, literally, literally a fraction of the testing we have today, uh, we're be, we're be, we're be, we're be doing <laughs> real good. It's we're be, be one of us. Yes, yes, we're be yes, here yes. for you today. Yeah. We'll be here for you tomorrow. No, and in, in other words, it's a, as a as an emergency, it's over. Now that doesn't mean like any other kind of disease or flu or lung cancer or, you know, whatever else. It doesn't mean it's not going to kill anybody. And it doesn't mean that if you're immune compromised or have other reasons to worry that you shouldn't be careful. But if you if you're fully vaccinated, Governor Baker has signed the Ollie Ollie Oxen Free Act in Massachusetts. I think I don't know how the governor of uh, Washington is doing. I don't know if they're uh, all the way open yet, but everybody will be all the way open very soon. And the reason is this. Anyone who wants a vaccine can get one. Anyone who's still at risk is going to be at risk no matter what we do. So they have to be careful. And assholes are still going to be assholes no matter what we do. 
<laughs> Mike, former former honor partner, <laughs> yeah. refused to get a vaccine. I mean, we can encourage he's, people by the fact that see, week. we're all having fun and we're all <laughs> vaccinated, and the numbers are way down. But that's all you can do. You can't. For, it's America. You don't force people. Damn it! It's yeah. America. Did, I'd, you, I'd be cu- I'd be curious to see too how uh, the use of masks change in general once the you know any threat is done. Like if a kid has a bad cold and he's in school, will the school nurse say, "Hey, Johnny, you should wear this mask until that cold goes away," just as a you know courtesy? What we to your need is to borrow from the radio industry, Bob. You remember those T-shirt guns you guys used to use back in the day? We need to retrofit those to distribute masks. Yeah. All right. Call me me a pessimist. You're a pessimist. But I think Americans can't wait to get back to feeling self-super important above everybody else and unconcerned. (laughs) I just can't. I don't think that. Superiority complex aside, Bob. Still wear your mask. There's going to be a few people who uh, feel that way, Zip. But... uh, there's pent up demand for everything. Hotels are selling out. Hmm. Uh, flights are getting booked. Cruises. I got an email the other day. Come back to the Blues cruise, and they've already booked the fall cruise and the January cruise, and they're going to have a waiting list because it's like, you know how Americans are when something goes on sale and there's a <laughs> the door doesn't yes. open till ten o'clock on the spot. Door crasher specials yeah. going on. In other words, yeah. it's like a salad bar of available. <laughs> exactly. Correct. Yes. We're, yeah. uh, I mean, we're a consumer society. We believe it's a in utopia, Bob. Yes. Hmm. That's what I think. I don't know. Well, let me let me fire this right back at you, though, Bob. You're, you, would you consider yourself to be, a, and and understandably so, I must say, a bit of a hypochondriac. No. Oh, no, no, not no. at all. No, he said no, no. <laughs> let death take no. me uh, whatever way she chooses. I don't care. <laughs> the sooner the better, I say. No, I, I, younger years, I used to be, by the way. So it makes sense that you might remember that. I used to think everything was something deep and sinister was behind it. Except when it came to street drugs. Well, street That's drugs were very safe. Yes. <laughs> That's like the chain smoker who won't get a vaccine because it's dangerous. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> uh, but, but but again, I've I've mellowed. I I uh, you're right. I used to be. Uh, I used to have a hair trigger for concern and worry. Uh-huh. I still do uh, for you know things like the podcast and whether things are going well and whether uh, you know people are. <laughs> pissed at me creatures from another planet oh no (laughs) oh no i'm a little dr smith uh but uh but no when it comes to health you know i'm amazed i made it this far (laughs) let me ask you this when you go into a public restaurant's restroom yes and there on the sign as as you're leaving the restroom it says employees must Must wash their hands before returning (laughs) to work work. (laughs) that does not say no now, the rest of you do what you want, but you, you're going to be handling food. Yeah. There's no camera to verify that. <laughs> um, I used to not wash my hands. It's so ironic, but when I was paranoid, I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I would say that uh, as I got older, I just uh, stuff I used to not do. It wasn't because I couldn't see the logic in it. It was really because my whole life I was in a hurry. Always in a yeah. hurry. Yeah. 
And you you work this way now, Zip. You you have a grueling work schedule. I think Ed does too, but his is like me sitting in a chair <laughs> in front of a microphone. What time yeah. did you uh, text me and I answered today? Uh, I think I texted you. I don't know, five thirty, six o'clock. Okay. Yeah. I want you. I want you. Here's a, here's a little bit of my life. Are you listening to the background? Uh, yeah. What's that? That's a cement truck. Why is there a cement truck at your Because they're pouring the parking lot in the new um, store that they're building across the street. How so many if floors I'm to down? Be a 17, but if I'm to be a voice actor, you really have to have a quiet environment. Is that why you're up at 6 a.m.? Uh, a lot of the time, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but I'm all, I also get up for a morning show that does not exist anymore, oh. if you know what I'm saying. Well, I wouldn't do that. Still happens to me. Still <laughs> happens to me now. My my Sir Absolutely. Canadian rhythms are completely off. Yeah. It's a curse. I'm telling you, that yeah, still gets it, me. Yeah. Is it ever? It's an albatross. Not me, boy. Four a.m. comes and goes every day. <laughs> you see, that blows me away. You of all people, you did. I. Well, it's Ed. How, how many years? Oh, these Morning? people zip. Well, thirty. <laughs> Uh, 33 years of morning drive, but but oh here's here's the God. thing. I hated it. Sheesh. I hated getting up early the whole time, and I've had a difficulty getting to sleep. And I tried every herbal and pharmaceutical remedy there was. Mm -hmm. And so when I finally reached the point where I could go to bed whatever time I wanted to, I reverted back to my band days. Your night allisms. Mm. Yeah, one, yeah. two. It's yeah. very first yeah. off after Lisa goes to sleep. It's very it's peaceful in that. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that with Blood love. pressure. Yeah. Levels, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. How many guys are like this? Um, I, look, I love her. And throughout the day, I am her handyman. Yes. I am on call. I like, I was coming in to do the podcast this morning. I'm your handyman. Yeah. And she, you know, so I need to start my weed whacker. <laughs> I need to start my weed. <laughs> uh, and her weed whacker, she likes weed whacking. She likes to go out there and, yeah. and mow down grass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And But she In has a hard wellies, time. By the way, yeah. Pardon me? In her wellies, as I recall. Yeah. She has a hard time starting it. So, um, and, and, and I'll show her, and it's like, push the primer. Pump Bulb. thing twice. <laughs> turn it to the right. Turn it to on. Turn the choke on. Pull twice. Starts every time. Right. But you see, those instructions are instructions. Right. And she doesn't like instructions unless she's <laughs> giving them. Uh, Ed, I you're. See. Uh, uh, <laughs> I see. You've got a significant other. Uh, Zip, you have one. Have you yes, ever experienced right. this? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's okay. why I wear my ear protection all day long. <laughs> yeah. I do. I do. And it's. <laughs> Sure. All day long, huh? I know, and I've resorted to that. I seriously, if it gets on a roll, I just put the headphones on. Oh, Ooh. man. It's, and it's, it's wonderful because I need to be needed. Yes, we all do. And I I like to be useful and no one else needs me. I have no no one else has any use for me. So <laughs> it's actually a great time for us. Um, yeah. with our gardening and all of that, all the and stuff we're doing. Empty nesters. Yeah. But yeah. when she goes to sleep, you know, 
10, 11 ish usually. That's my two hours. Yeah. That's um, Bob time. And I frequently, um, I frequently read the newspaper. Uh, I'll work on music. I'll basically anything that, you know, I don't want to be interrupted. Hmm. So when you say, yeah. That, Use your that, imagination. I'm, it sounds like I, Ed was imagining what he would do. <laughs> no, I, I'm having the same issues, actually. I've had to banish Lizzie a, a few times already. Yeah. Yeah. This is my office. This is my creative space. You take me out of the zone with a casual comment that you have to bust through the soundproof door for. Wow. Yeah. Now, does she come from a, a particular religious sect that takes banishment well, or is she not good at it? <laughs> I am banished. She weeps in the corner. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. a big scene. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, it's very, it's very so getting up in the morning, uh, very tough. Uh, and I, for all of you that still have to do that, uh, you have my, you have my sympathies. There is some news this week that is, uh, for me, very fun. Um, about climate change and the energy industry. Mm-hmm. It was a news story fairly, I don't know, fairly brief, though, in the in the 24-minute news cycle. It, it sort of came and went, uh, and I don't know if you heard about it, but on Wednesday, Shell Oil had their uh, had a meeting at their company headquarters, and um, also Exxon... It was involved, uh, all these oil companies, well, there's a report that's come out. Uh, let me read uh, directly from the article since I, my memory's failing me. <laughs> uh, the article is called Change is Coming. ExxonMobil, Chevron, and Shell even know it. Uh, ExxonMobil chairman and CEO Darren Woods was bang, 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 got all these questions during their uh, shareholder meeting, which was a virtual meeting, by the way, it was Zoom, which is, mm-hmm. if, if you're if if your whole job is oil and getting people to hop on a plane and come to the meeting. <laughs> you don't like Zoom at all. You don't like Zoom at all. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's a recent report out that says the world does not need any new investment in oil exploration and pressure from their shareholders and this is really interesting, asking why ExxonMobil is not jumping into renewable energy. In other words, if you're an energy company and the energy business is changing, mm-hmm. well, you can stay there. Remember, before ExxonMobil, there were big buggy whip companies. They made carriages <laughs> and buggy whips. And sometimes still do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, anyway, the CEO of ExxonMobil answering these questions has not satisfied investors. And uh, my friend Sean Alexander, who I believe listens to the podcast sometimes uh, ago, told me, don't worry about the politics of climate change or people who don't believe in it. Just watch the money. Watch mm-hmm. the investors. Yeah. And Elon Musk has created one of the world's most valuable companies. And they see that. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you my son, Keith, I, I don't know if he, he won't mind me mentioning this if I leave the dollar amount out. Yeah. He bought Tesla early. <laughs> That's why he's living in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, um, I'll plead the fifth on any specifics about that. Uh-huh. It's just that, uh, and I remember when he bought it, he ran it by 
the broker and we share the same financial advisor. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's pretty risky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> no, it's uh, here, this is what I tell my brother about Bitcoin. Of yeah. course it's risky. Good stuff is risky when it starts up. That's why it's not yeah. worth much. It's it's the guy who makes it big in this casino lays down uh, you know hundred thousand on twenty two black on the roulette wheel you know yes that's super risky as yeah. in if you play that game you know you lose but it's go big or go home right so uh, another article in Time about oil involves Shell CEO Ben Van Burden I guess is his name he's been Burden yeah. And, um, it, yes, they're being pressed, pressed on uh, participating in renewable energy. But he says, hey, we still have to meet the world's demand for oil. That's After right. all, he said, that's what an oil company does. <laughs> yeah. Now, a speech from Captain Joe Hazelwood. Yeah. By the way, tell me if this doesn't remind you of radio program directors 10 oh or 15 years ago. Absolutely. When we used to have one for every station, mm -hmm. he said... The future of oil is going to be different, <laughs> but there is going to be a future, and yeah. we're trying to position ourselves for the future. <laughs> That's why we have a website. <laughs> it's Alternate a, revenue yeah. streams. Oh, I'm yes. sorry. They didn't even call them websites back then. No. They said web page. Page. Yeah. And a web page. What is a web page these days but a business card? Yeah. My son, Andrew, who's been touring and has not been on with us for several weeks, um, I once talked to him about a, his website was out of date. And he said, oh, yeah, that's right. You're in your 60s, so you still use the World Wide Web. <laughs> World Wide Weird. Which is crazy because actually now you think about it, when's the last time you like cared about a website? Yesterday. Which one? My own. I haven't updated it in seven years, so I'm on with uh, Glenn Boychuk, my buddy, and he's uh, putting up new content. Okay, that's not a counter-argument to my hypothesis. I understand you know, that. Yeah. I'm just saying that I'm Andrew's target, too. Yeah. He's right. No one needs a web page. In fact, I'm, deba I'm debating why I even keep them up. I, I could make an app that has a directory of everything, and I could charge people just enough to pay the fees for the app. And actually, we have one. Yeah. Um, I, I here I am even talking about that, and our webmaster, prior webmaster Joe Moss, created several apps: Twisted Tunes, Twisted Christmas. They're in the Apple Store only, though, uh -huh. because it was like, am I going to do a Spanish version too for Windows people? <laughs> <laughs> am I going to translate it to Klingon? <laughs> Police stop my car is the same in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of that. Yes. Now that we're about to travel again, there are going to be some things you find out traveling, if you don't already know them, that are kind of fun. Oh, yeah? Can you guess what they are? Uh, are they putting a condom on all the seats? <laughs> on the plane? Um, <laughs> Just curious. I, I, hear, I hear you, my friend, and I hear your concerns. No, um, zip. Uh, I, I'll say this about airplane travel. I, you run as much risk of getting socked in the face from an unruly passenger <laughs> as you do getting COVID. It's gotten ugly, man. Uh, I saw those stories. Yeah. <laughs> They're really ugly. I wonder why that is. There's, is there a psychological it's, reason that was, yes, I, 
I think it's pent up aggression. But go ahead. Zip. Oh, I was just going to say. I uh, initially, I think it was the mask. Uh, some of them got started because yeah. of masks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I never um, remember. But reading but uh, in general, they just it was. I, they showed a, a number from Southwest Airlines. I want to say from last March till now, they had like. 490 incidents however the uh, FAA refers to them yeah. I don't know if that obviously involved the flight crew or, or maybe landing or I don't know maybe not arrests but that's pretty significant for one airline wouldn't you say spirit is bad too right yeah. now I guess I uh, I, uh, I only fly a lot I'm not looking forward to flying by the way because all we did yesterday was drive two hours yeah. to a beach Mm -hmm. and stay at a Holiday Inn for two nights. Mm -hmm. And I was ready to swear off travel. Uh, like, just from traffic? What? Well, no. Here's what I discovered during the pandemic. <laughs> I don't like thinking about what I need to wear, putting it in a bag, and making sure I have that one toiletry item that I only need once a month. Yeah. But I'll miss it. If it. So, in other words, I, I have to overpack. Yeah, it's like, oh, I should wear. I should bring a swimsuit in case they have a pool and I want to yeah, jump does, in the pool. Does OCD play yeah. into that? Oh, absolutely. And then I go, well, I'm not sure if I like this swimsuit. Let's bring two just in case. <laughs> the first one breaks. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we went on Wednesday night and we came back Friday morning. So we're you know two nights, one day. And I'm carrying 75 pounds worth of stuff. And then and you got to pack it all. You got to worry about it. You got to get it in the car. And then when you get there, this is not even with an airline flight. Mm -hmm. You drag it into the hotel and then you take it all out. And you, it's like you're building a new, it's like you move and you build a whole new, put your clothes on the, in the hangers and you put your <laughs> underwear in the drawer. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. At home, everything is just there. Yeah, it's in place and you know yeah. where, where to get it. So that's the thing I, I'm discovering as travel begins. And I haven't gotten on a plane yet. Now, that's great. Road rage on a plane is... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be the ice I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking road rage on this motherfucking plane. Yeah. Yeah. So I hate that idea. But um, I said to Lisa, I said, oh, man, we just got to... We got to do it less, do it smarter, mm -hmm. stay longer when we go somewhere. And go five star, baby. Yep. Well, no, we're not five star. You're two star, people. No, we're we're two star Holiday Inn Express, mm -hmm. and, and it's partially because it's an aphrodisiac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Oh yes, I, 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 I do recall you were you were doing the cock crow yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. and also because um, when you do stuff like that, they have incentives. So you make you you earn points, mm -hmm. which is a whole other uh, topic, by the way. I'm not if it wasn't for Lisa, I wouldn't earn. But uh, seriously, it turns her on. Oh yeah, and, and she's, she's, yeah, she's, yeah. My mother did the same thing. She called them coupons, coupons, yeah. um, points, frequent flyer, frequent stay, and so because we only went to Holiday and Expresses. At one point, we got like several hundred thousand points one year because we traveled Whoa. around the world. Yeah. And um, they bumped us up to this top yeah. tier. Elite status, as they say. Uh, no, not just elite, my friend. 
Oh, okay. Black Spire cars. Elite. Spire Elite. That's what they call it. And It's more than elite. It's Spire Elite. <laughs> yes. And when you are Spire Elite... Spire Elite. This is not a commercial for Holiday Inn. <laughs> and, and by be. the way, it could just as easily been the Marriott points. Uh, yes. you know, they all have this. Attention Halloween, we are sponsorable. Attention Holiday Inn, we are sponsorable. So when you are Spire Elite, mm-hmm. your, um, your points never expire. And That's everything you do counts to keep you Spire Elite. Whereas like in, in airlines, like certain things... I know. Don't Northwest. count certain Northwest. things. Um, and, and points will... Ex- so as a result, we just have to, you know, I don't know, 12 or 13 nights a year at a decent place, and we stay spirally. And if you're spirally, when you show up... Oh. Oh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Rivers, thank yeah. you for being <laughs> spire elite. By the way, we've upgraded you to the best room in this Fleabag Hotel. I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) At what time would you be needing your fluffer? (laughs) Yeah, no, we don't have a fluffer. Excuse Uh, me, Mr. Rivers, sir. Did you want a drink, sir, before bed, sir? Well, they do. They give you some free snacks. Uh, They do. They just upgrade you. If there's any room better than the one you booked, they just put you in it. Some hot chocolate with the biscuits, sir. Sure. And, um,. It's just, it's a nice feeling. And then you keep doing these points. But here's the thing about all point systems. And this applies to really just about anything. Mm-hmm. It, it applies to McDonald's, Starbucks, airlines. Who else has points? Um, everybody. Yeah, much. everybody's Costco for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah uh, gas stations. Uh, yeah. We now do Irving debit pay, and as you <laughs> pump a bunch of gas, you earn a credit for 10 cents off. Hello, I'm on, Irving. Yeah. And Welcome it's, to the pump. Yeah. <laughs> Irving. It's not that kind of Irving. Okay, but it's an oil no. company called Irving. Okay. You know, I don't know what they used to be called, and I never heard of them. <laughs> and. And the thing about the points is it makes you feel like you own something. Yeah. But yeah. you're what's being owned. So it's akin to Bitcoin. Yeah, they're tracking your movements and paying you for it. Well, there is that tracking part, definitely yeah. a big yeah. part. But also, um, what is a point worth today? It depends. Depends on what, what, what points you've gathered for which service. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, Newton has a law of gravity or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Those laws of physics. I'll give you Bob's law oh, of uh, point systems. Okay. Whatever they're worth now, gradually over time, they become worth less and less and less. <laughs> so, for example, when you start, when we first became Spire Elite. Yes. For 10,000 points, you could book a room. Mm-hmm. And that's a, every time, you know, we had a couple hundred thousand points. That's 20 nights yeah. at cheaper holiday inns. Uh, the more expensive ones, uh, it might be 15, it might be 20, it might be 25. Over the last five years now, it's $80 plus 40,000 points. Yeah, I know. It's a combination. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, I was hoarding these like a squirrel hoards nuts. No, use them. Use them. Uh, it's the same thing with airlines. Uh, yes. For a while, 10,000 points could be a round trip anywhere in the United States. Now it gets you an upgrade to the snack tray. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Would you like the beer nuts or the regular peanuts? Well, beer nuts and deer nuts are both under yeah. a buck. Uh 
And Starbucks had a point system, which could be uh, redeemed for coffee, and they didn't care what size coffee. So <laughs> I would order like a $7 latte. Of course. With my free points. But then they announced a couple of years ago, we're switching to a more, fa- we're switching to a, be- by the way, anytime a company says a better, better system. Better? Yeah, it's cheaper. They No, they mean it. Uh-huh. A for better them. system. Just put the words <laughs> for us than you. Yeah, they tipped their hand, and, and they did. And and McDonald's followed suit. By the way, I have a confession to make. Uh, Lisa and I go to McDonald's once in a while. Why not? Well, for I would say for thirty years, I did, never darkened the door. Yeah, it's it, it's not the dollar menu though, necessarily. Well, as I mentioned, it is a turn-on for her, but... (laughs) And anything you can do. (laughs) But the reason is, where we live, there's really no restaurants. Yeah. And if you need something quick... Oh, just to shut your gut up. Yeah. yeah. At first, I started going there because they had lattes and there were no Starbucks within an hour's drive. They really upped their their coffee game big time, McDonald's. Did. Yeah. Uh, What do they call it? I don't know. There's a name for it. McCafe. Yeah, if you put Mook in front of anything. They didn't make it Tony. Really, they should have a a medical center out back. Mook proctologist. Be all good. Okay, and there's there's Ronald McDonald goes, okay, let's get between the arches here. Raise your knees. Who wants a McNuckle? (laughs) So, uh, but anyway, so they started an app. And at first their app didn't work for beans. Of course. Uh, of but course. now it's no, no pretty much the same as the Starbucks app. And I yeah. used to, you know, buy four lattes and get the fifth one for free. Mm. And then they announced we're switching to points and it's better for you because you can use them for anything. And by the way, one double cheeseburger, only six million points. <laughs> you can feel the taste of the free food now. They actually have a, a thing that says that. That's like Northwest Airlines. I used to, when I had my American Express gold card, they, they would get, you would get all kinds of uh, frequent flyer miles for everything. But what they don't tell you is what the large print giveth the yeah. small print ticket away. And if you don't use it in a year, it's gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We lost. So what what we need to do is apply that apply those same, uh, you know, type parameters to the podcast. We need a, a, a point. Certain, what, what do you mean? You know, we need to well, take Patreon, advantage of people and pretend Patreon. we're doing something nice for them. <laughs> Patreon at a certain level. Yes, and you right. join the exclusive ah. VIP club of the Bob and Zip. Well, podcast I mean, hey. theoretically, we have that on Patreon. It just. But instead of giving you something physical, we just say we love you more. Well, here, here's what I'll offer <laughs> yeah. up, Bob. I will do custom cell phone messages for people Ooh, at a certain wow. level. I'm just saying, you know. And by the way, if the you best like way have, for you to do them yes. is to do them live in the podcast so everyone else could be jealous. Ah. So, if for example. Like Morgan uh, Freeman to answer your phone. Yeah. I let's, think you um, can do that. Let's do one for, uh, let's pick a, a recent Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude, Dustin, who uh, is a frequent emailer, and I'm sorry, Dustin, I can't read them all, uh, but he, let's do Morgan Freeman. His name is Dustin Robbins. Dustin Robbins. Uh, do a Morgan Freeman uh, answering machine for Dustin Robbins. Go ahead. Hello. This is Morgan Freebase. <laughs> Dustin Robbins is not here. He's gone to Baskin Robbins. For ice cream, please leave a message and thank you. Okay, let's assume he's not going to a do a Breaking Bad phone message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and let's and also because you can't be sued because it's not on the radio; it's just on a yes. phone. Right. Pretend you're really Morgan Freeman, and you're talking about how wonderful he is, and you were driving him somewhere with Miss yes. Daisy or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Hello, thank you for calling. Dustin Robbins is not here right now. This is his driver. Please leave a message, and I'll drop him off at your door. Okay, but you didn't say you were Morgan Freeman. I don't want to be sued. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Dustin. Anybody else? Uh, any uh, any Patreon uh, person who requests it, yeah, send a script because I can't write for shit. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> it's that you don't want to be sued, and you you know, yes. you don't want to like go all talking cool. about illegal things. <laughs> also, pick pick any character you want that you've heard on the show. Wait, now how much did you pay? Hey, it's me, Tony Soprano. <laughs> I can't answer the goddamn phone. Hang the fuck up. No, that's <laughs> on that one. That'll be in. Uh, that'll be in high. You know what we should do? What's that? All right, we should make a bunch of them that are actually funny, and then okay. and then the Patreon folks get get them customized with their name. Right. That's how radio works <laughs> these days. By the way. I, <laughs> Some people are on thirty different radio stations. Oh, I love, yeah. We can, see. You're just you've got such a syndication, like enterprising mind. Only you yeah. would come up with that, you know. Hello, this is Winnie the Pooh. Can't answer the phone right now. He's out with Tigger. Please leave a message for after the beep. Then I come in and say, then you just John, yeah. Mike, Bill. <laughs> Actually, oh, you were almost, for a second there, you almost sounded like Gollum. I want a Gollum phone message. Gollum, okay. I'll work at it. <laughs> All right, let's do Gollum. Let's make a note of these, because we'll... Precious. We'll actually put them on. Precious Patreon. Okay. <laughs> uh, back to uh, oil companies. Did I finish that? I don't know if I did. I think I, I think I kind of. So basically, there's been a report coming out that uh, investors are dropping big oil. Yeah. And uh, now big oil. Uh, who cares about the science? Mm -hmm. uh, big oil has to react to this, and they have to do something uh, in order to get investor money. Right. And you have a good financial advisor. I had a bad one. So you had a bad one? I did, because I told him I did not want to invest in oil companies when I was going for the mutual funds. Uh -huh. I said, I want an entirely green portfolio. He what, said, what year was this? Oh, man, we're talking about uh, late 90s, maybe? Yeah, well, you're an idiot. I know. <laughs> Some things are not that, revelatory for me, yeah. Bob. I say that with love, because you're, know you're right. my friend idiot, but yes. of course you should have been in oil then. I, I'm, yeah, but I'm fine. But here's I mean, the deal. if you want to give your money away to good causes, go to the convent, go to the rectory, go to the parish. Mm. You, you are so wrong, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Rivers. You yeah. are the wrong river, and I'm in the canoe. Um, what happened was, I said, I want to go 100% green. He said, oh, bad idea. You're going to miss out on the, the big oil. You're going to miss out on yep. everything tied to the SAE. Well, uh, one-year review, the, um, I said, we finally struck a compromise because he needs his fees. I get that part. We, my green portfolio outperformed the living fart out of his. When? This was the late 90s. Mm. So, and this is the way it's gone, by the way. Uh, the transition from fossil fuels comes in fits and starts, mm -hmm. uh, and really a, the bottom line is which cash registers are ringing, and oil has been a great investment for a long time. Um, one of the interesting things about clean energy, like anything else, is it gets cheaper 
the more people do it. So, uh, you know, a Tesla was originally a hundred grand. Now they get cars for eh, 40, 50 and the Ford F-150 electric is coming out and it's going to base model starts at 40,000. It's the lightning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's expensive compared to a regular F-150, maybe about 10, 12 grand more. But that's what hybrid cars were when they started too, 10, 12 Mm -hmm. grand more. The difference. Oh, I can't wait for this. The difference is no oil changes, no tune-ups. No place for Phillips. No, well, uh, uh, that is going to come so quick. Well, hey, there's so many jokes, so, so little time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't set them up like I forgot, that. I work with Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> um, no, it's going to come so quick. Like, already, already, there's so many places to charge and so many, like, free chargers here and there. The free chargers will go away are they really free <laughs> well they are at the moment yeah, yeah. it's like first come first serve mm-hmm. plug it in it's to encourage you my building has them but but someone is paying for that electricity yeah <laughs> me <laughs> oh you're paying for your well, building i'm sure it comes out of the common fees yeah it's a co-op oh so they put and how many electric cars are in your building well i don't know there's only so many spots per floor uh, there's several floors of parking, right. but uh, yeah, and that's you know it's unfair to us gas guzzlers that we're subsidizing. I don't care. A healthier planet. No, I will. I will pay for the for the green cars to to charge. I don't care. Yeah, but mm-hmm. is it is again, is it right? I guess I'm the lone voice of anything conservative on this show, um, <laughs> which I'm used to this position. Uh, well, I am apparently more right forward-thinking. Well, is yeah. it right to force other people to subsidize your beliefs? Hmm. Boy, oh boy, that's a that's a a lot of hair on that bear, Bob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In some instances, yes. I mean, we all pay for police. That protects us all, doesn't it? Well, that's not about beliefs. We all want to be safe and not... You know. Oh, but you're forcing me to pay for the police's salaries by taxing me. What's wrong with you? I, I get that. You can go down into the, you know, everything that society, everything that's civilized, we all pay for. Yes. Right. But who draws the line? Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to change, is it better to let the free market decide? Or is well, we it better we, to put the thumb on the scales for things that involve, you know, and it's not just personal beliefs. I mean, we all know that clean energy eventually is going to be a good thing. It's how urgent it is to get it done sooner than it would yeah, have happened. That, that, that's, that's the fly in the ointment and the rub, I guess, so to speak. And, and all I'm saying, by the way. Because I think it's a wonderful idea, but all I'm saying is it's normal in a civilized society that not everyone agrees with every decision ever. Of course. Of course there's dissenters in any. Right. And so issue. getting the balance right of when to change. like It's like schools. When do you eliminate the mask requirement? When do you? They're going to force kids to go to school. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not going to be like, my mom says I have to be careful. No. Go to school. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's like, there's some of us are, and I don't want to use the word wussies, sissies, overcautious, 
Mm-hmm. But even that is not, it's not fair to say because who's to say how cautious you should be? Where's Everybody the, should be able to be line? as cautious as they want. And the goalpost is always moving. Wait, major airlines deals just came in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on okay. email. I'm serious. It just came in. Cheap air, major airlines. So mostly, mostly what's out there now is pretty good news. Um, Going to stay away from politics. It's just mm-hmm. no, no winning. There's just no uh, win in politics right now. Mm-mm. Um, it's, a, it's changed the way we converse and make small talk. On a daily basis, and that's kind of something we're going to have to start you know, doing again. You know what? If you would just tweet that, I think you would start the, the, <laughs> the avalanche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you heard of like a, a super positive tweet going viral? Nuclear, never. Unless there's a cat or a dog in it. <laughs> <laughs> Managed to get away from Hampton Beach without purchasing any fried dough good choice <laughs> yeah. it was tough it was tough i bet it was there is something was. about the colors of those boardwalk bad food stands they know how to you know bright colors and and, and that sickingly sickingly a sweet odor that just uh, emanates from it's just like, awesome between uh, cooking and, oil and and, and because you're on vacation you go, well, I would never do this, but we're on vacation. Oh, oh, come on, let's splurge. <laughs> the last time we were there three years ago, it was for a Yes concert. And um, it was midnight, I recall, after the show. Midnight. We were back in our room. She'll kill me for saying this. Oh, boy. Lisa said, I have a craving. <laughs> would you go out and get me some fried dough? <laughs> and you went didn't with you? oh of course with all with with the powdered sugar on it <laughs> you are so... yes baby i'll go i'll go get you you know it's like it's like fred flintstone would you go out and uh, shoot me a brontosaurus and make some burgers <laughs> it's two in the morning so yeah. I, I i went out and i and i caught the, the stand was closing at like one Mm-hmm. And I caught them, and I was like, "Someone has a craving." They were like, "We totally get it." And I brought her, and so I reminded her of that this time, and it created a. We're both we both are good at shaming each other, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So do you want something?" She was like, "No, I don't want it." <laughs> and when someone's angrily says they don't want something, <laughs> yes, it means they really do. <laughs> I don't want it now. Yeah. 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 So instead, our treat was uh, an ice cream cone, which is another. That's the thing. In the winter, we would never do. Even in the summer, we would never do unless it's like a special occasion. Right. Like a birthday. And a special occasion is driving by a stand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it can be. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) ice cream is a hard one to toss up in the summer. I also found out why a lot of people don't go to the beach the week before uh, Memorial Day. Why is that? Well, it's not quite the season, but it is sand flea season. Oh, do do they mix in with ticks? Are they socially... um... Uh, Ticks uh, ticks this year have been a um, nightly news big story. Oh, yeah, huge. 
because they're showing up all, well, first off, they're on all 50 states now. It's the next plague. And the deer ticks that, that pass along the Lyme are big in Northern California beaches now. But no, uh, I, we didn't see any ticks. Uh, what I like to do when we're at a place like that is uh, we like to take a long walk. We went over five miles, way more than 10,000 steps. And... Um, and we walked to a lighthouse through this extremely well-to-do neighborhood. And we, you know, picked out which would be our favorite house. You ever do that? Mm, I have, actually. Yeah. But I was very young at the time. Well, and, <laughs> and you can go online to like Redfin or Trulia or realestate.com or whatever. Yeah. You can spy on You can literally get the tax assessment of every house you're walking by mm-hmm. if you're nosy. Yeah. Uh, which I am. And... um Gosh, Massachusetts is an expensive state. Mm-hmm. It's also I mean, beautiful. Oh, first off, there's nothing for sale. No. And second of all, if there was, like beach shacks, like a 900 square foot beach shack that you'd have to pretty much completely renovate could be eight or 900 grand on the right street. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Time. So the time it's changed. Yeah, and Lisa and I. Every time we think about moving someplace cool, <laughs> so you can go there on the weekends. Well, we think of how many square feet we would get, and we go yeah. back home <laughs> <laughs> to the spread. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did. Uh, we I I had only one epic fail on this vacation. Mm-hmm. And it was us, right? <laughs> no. Well, uh, there were two, counting the fact that we tried to record the podcast. I wasn't even going to mention that since we're re-recording it. But, <laughs> okay. um, I forgot to bring a specific mic cord, or otherwise the system would have worked beautifully. And Zip and I are going to hang you with it as soon as we find it. <laughs> That's all right. Exactly. <laughs> now, the other, the other epic fail as a husband yes. uh, was this. Uh, you know, as a husband, partner, significant other... When it's time to find a restaurant to eat out, uh, maybe every couple is different. So I'm sure there are couples where it's the woman who makes the decision. Mm-hmm. But in my case, I'll I'll spend the day going, what do you think of this place? How about this place? How about this place? Well, maybe, maybe. Uh, I kind of have a craving for you doing an impression of me that sounds like you <laughs> singing like Michael Jackson. No. <laughs> You're off script, Bob. I'm off script. No, she had a, she had this craving for. Um, she likes fried clams, but not the strips, the whole belly clams. Yeah, and I don't eat any seafood. I eat. Why not? I just don't. I, I, I'm, it's almost like I'm allergic to it. And I'm pescatarian, boy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get care. sick. I, I couldn't smoke your pot or eat your food. <laughs> you want to be a roommate? <laughs> Secondhand seafood. Um, so, uh, and I looked around and, and all these shacks, you know, these beach, the lobster pot, places like that have seafood. And I thought, well, we should find some. But when it came time to have dinner, I did a Yelp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, just look, ar- and again, this is travel. I'm not an experienced. I haven't traveled in almost a year and a half. Yeah. And it turns out directly across the street. From us, it should have been a clue that it was a Holiday Inn. It was near Giant Power Lines, but <laughs> yes, was a Thai restaurant 
Ooh, that had five stars. No kidding. Five stars and hundreds of reviews. Nobody gets five stars. Four and a half. Because mm. someone thought the waitress was rude, or someone thinks they should have something on the menu that they didn't have. You know how those great yeah. restaurants have to have. I, and I always go for the negatives first. Of course. This had no negatives. Five-star Thai restaurant. And so like an idiot. <laughs> I said, wow, look at this, a Thai restaurant right across the street that has five stars. And she was like, wow, uh, we like Thai food. I go, wanna? And she she was like, sure, we can walk there. It's a four-minute walk. And I'm walking, and I'm thinking, like, this could be awesome. (laughs) So to get there, again, should have been a sign. (laughs) A garage. Oh, boy. That uh, you know works on cars and big cars in the lot. A Papa a Papa Gino's pizza that's been out of business for a long time and the building is practically <laughs> collapsing on itself. And uh, and then you know the obligatory uh, gas station. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you, there was this sign at the garage, mm-hmm. it's Dave's garage, and then there was this sign on one part of the building over a garage door, and it said. Lubratorium. <laughs> There's a marketing degree. <laughs> and even Lisa, who's, you know, not as beavis and butthead as us, she went, what the heck is a lubratorium? <laughs> I don't know, but I want a job there. <laughs> and I'm glad it had a Dave's Garage sign right now. Anyway, so we're walking, and I'm looking, and I'm going, this does not look like a great restaurant row. No. And when I see the Thai restaurant, and by the way, the picture on Yelp was this sparkling building with everything was ship shape clean. Mm-hmm. And this is a building with a paint peeling and you know <laughs> windows crooked and reviews done by a hacker. Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm walking and I'm getting a bad feeling like oh, I should have just got her the whole belly clams. This could be bad. <laughs> But she hasn't figured it out yet. And she's like, oh, I'm walking in. Anyway, I poked my head in and it was food truck funky. Food truck funky. Well, not food truck because a food truck, you're not going inside. But it it was funky. um, All the chairs were on the table, so they weren't letting anybody in to sit. So you had to sit outside. Okay. Uh, uh, Let me give you the warning signs. Five minutes to five, zero cars in the parking lot. Yeah, that's not good. Zero customers. Literally, we poked our head through, and we were the only people there. Hmm. And when I first poked my head in, there was nobody there. So I was doing the back away slowly from the restaurant you decide you might not want to eat at. And Lisa goes around me and walks in. I'm like, honey, maybe maybe we should uh, reconsider this. Maybe we should. And I spoke softly, and she did not hear me. And so she goes in, and the guy says hi to her. And she goes, hi, hey, hi, yeah. So I'm going to look at the menu. I said, I'm, I'm like, honey, honey, let's go, let's go. And, I'm, and she doesn't hear me. So, and we're guilted into the place. Mm-hmm. And I, we ordered chicken fried rice and some spring rolls. I, I was like, let's just have an appetizer here. She goes to sit down, and 
there's big, ginormous, um, not honeybees. What do you call those other bees? The big, fat ones that hornets. Not hornets, no. no. Bumblebees. Um, bumblebee. They're bumblebees. Yeah. I mean, some bumblebees sound like an aircraft carrier. They yeah. sound like an aircraft carrier, and they're huge and round. They, yeah. She was like, "Well, I'm not sitting here." And there was only one other table, and it's right at the highway. So you're sitting there, and you're going, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is this is everything about the day has been five star. This is yeah. not ideal. We're slumming it. And I go, honey, well, we don't have. And she was like, what well, the fried rice looks good, and and, and people raved about the fried. So I'm like, what, what could be the harm? So we order, mm-hmm. and I say, and she goes, and I'd like a. She likes a beer. Said, Give me a Thai beer. And you know, the Thai guy, and I'm not going to do an impression of a Thai no, guy. That's okay. I am woke. I am so woke. I no longer let do me do this. it, Bob. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> you want Sapporo? <laughs> no. And, and he says, "Oh, we don't have liquor license." And um, and I go, but he goes, but the gas station next door sells beer. Ah, see, they got a setup. <laughs> they got a setup. <laughs> this is how to skirt the rules. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, and Lisa says, "Yeah, so just get me something that I that I like." Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> Warning. Your alcohol- Warning, Will. <laughs> Your alcoholic husband doesn't really know. I remember, <laughs> you know, I've gotten her a Foster's. I've gotten, yeah. but every once in a while, I'll get her the beer she seems to like, and she goes, I don't like that anymore. Foster's like Another impression of my wife that she would not want to hear me. <laughs> so I go over there to get her a beer, and I come back, and the food is out. And here's the thing. It was delicious. Yeah. Awesome fried rice. Yeah. It was just so, it was authentic. And I felt bad because I'm this stuck-up American who wants everything. Like, I want a Thai restaurant to look like, you know. Thailand. Um, what, I, I just want it to be brand new yeah. and, and cheap. That's right? not how it works. You no. can't have both, Bob. So, anyway, the stuff was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But as we're leaving, she goes... You screwed me out of my clamps. <laughs> you can't I'm, win. Like, I'm like, wait a minute, honey. I asked you if you wanted to go here, and you said yes. She goes, yeah, you tricked me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, but so when I ask, it's like the time to say no is before we do something. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't she charge in first? Yeah. Now, well, she did, and I tried to explain it. She was like, I didn't know you wanted to leave. I was like, <laughs> it, but it was really fine. It was just like yeah. it had been an unblemished five-star day right? in a two-star hotel. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, and I was like, I should get you some clams. We had this a similar experience because we went online, uh, Lizzie and I, we were, we were just in the mood. Sometimes you get a hankering for Chinese. You just do. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't, you've been cooking all week. You don't want to, you don't want to cook. So we're looking on the reviews, this one place and it's over in Warren. It's just like solid five stars and yeah. raves yeah. from the neighborhood, right? Yeah. So we jump in the car and we go there and it's in a strip mall. Yeah, <laughs> and it's in the dark. By the way, a strip mall would have been a big upgrade yesterday, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a Tony strip mall. It's like an abandoned yeah. strip mall where right. the, they've turned into a Hollywood. Oh, haunt, okay, like yeah. a, like a, like a sure. horror house, right? Ne- next to Taekwondo <laughs> tattoos yeah. and massage yeah. parlor and Got a tax it. joint. Yeah, yeah, a tax preparer, a bail uh, bondsman, and, and, yeah. and, and, and a, what do they call it? A, a pawn shop. Yeah, yeah. But it was it was absolutely fabulous food. It's the best mm. Chinese I've probably ever had. 
So should we be more daring? Well, I think that we've got to take our we've got preconceived notions about what things have to look like. And, you know, I, the, the Asian families that I've been associated with uh, have come with chain migration and that sort of thing. And they just it's a family affair and they do things as economically as they can, but they don't skimp on the flavor or, or the portions. Yeah. Yes. And and was, they're, oh, they're and the portions were huge. huge. By the way, massive. One fried one fried rice appetizer split between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And some uh, spring rolls, and I, I was totally full. I was like, I would have eaten more had it been, you know, a strip mall, <laughs> squeaky clean. <laughs> no, it wasn't Thai food clean. place. It wasn't and then the food clean. wouldn't have been as good because who yeah. knows what it looks like out back. So no, I mean, it had plexiglass windows like they were bulletproof yeah. in this place. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, yeah. But this is what I mean about us entitled Americans. Yes, I know. We think that everybody, especially foreigners who work for us, should yes. do a well, dirt I am, cheap. I am a foreigner, but I don't work for you, Bob. <laughs> no, but you, I, I mean... I know what you uh, mean. By the way, my white privilege is showing by that by saying yes, that. I know that. And not that I believe in the political meaning of white privilege, but I yes. believe that we're spoiled. Um, so um, Is that what that smell is? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the Chinese from last weekend. Anyway. No, so. but even even you saying foreigners, see, this is where preconceived notions. I, people don't know I'm a foreigner. I blend right in, but color me tan you're, or brown. You're blonde and white, dude. Yeah. You get a, a pass. Yeah. That's the way it goes. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's it for this special Friday edition of Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly. Uh, this is the second time we recorded this because Bob screwed it up last night right after messing up the whole belly clam yeah. Uh, situation. Experience. So, <laughs> we do appreciate Bob. you listening. You can reach us anytime. Show at bobandzip.com. Your uh, Patreon uh, gift awaits. If uh, you just are a Patreon uh, supporter and ask for it or become a Patreon supporter, it's really simple. The low tier is eight bucks a month. It's a buck a podcast, roughly, unless we miss one, uh, in which case it might be a buck 26. <laughs> We thank you for your support. Yes. Patreon.com slash Bob Rivers. Keep those cards and letters coming. The Bob and Zip Show with Ned Kelly. Remember this golden classic. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. Night polar caps melting down from the fumes from the cars on the street. Move up the road, there's a show in your town with the man that George Bush barely beat. Almost president, known for hugging trees. Got bad news. He's telling you and me to save Mother Earth without God's traveling global warming show. Do it for babies, cause when there are ladies, there won't be no snow. The scientists know this program says so. Trying to warn you of uh, people. 
this is a problem that our country must solve. We need to come to, to grips and get a handle on or my Oscar will soon be underwater. Take my hand out, Gore. Will you lead the way? Show them all what for on election day.